0: Up next, Rob Smith is Problematic, part of the Gingrich 360 Network. Black Lives Matter, Inc. has been exposed. It's over. Oh, yes, it still has money. And sure, the next few decades will be spent spreading its message through media and entertainment, just like most leftist organizations do. But BLM, Inc. has no trust in the leaders it has have been totally exposed to be hypocritical Marxist grifters. This is Rob Smith is Problematic. to think of a time where you, as an American society, spoke of anything else than Black Lives Matter, BLM, Inc., whatever you want to call it, but there was a time. There was a time when we spoke of the issues that are facing black America or the issues that are facing America in general uh, without speaking about Black Lives Matter Inc without doing that it, it seems quaint but that time actually existed I do believe right now the title of this episode like I said is Black Lives Matter Inc is over and let me just clarify that it is not over in terms of Black Lives Matter is just going to be no more no it literally took in 90 million dollars in 2020 that kind of money becomes in the words of you know one of their activist leaders it makes them quote unquote institutional what that means is that if you have that much money you can do a lot of different things and BLM Inc. will do a lot of different things over the next few decades to permeate its message into mainstream media, to permeate its message into movies, into television, into, uh, I think the founder has book deals, TV deals, and all of that stuff. But Black Lives Matter is a major cultural moment. Black Lives Matter Inc. as this unimpeachable force, quote unquote, for good, the way that we look at BLM Inc. in that way is very much over. So how did did it become such a major, major movement? Like a lot of things right now it became a major movement based on social media. Social media can be a force for good. Um, and I do believe that perhaps at one time there was... Some interesting things and there was some good work in what the BLM people were saying. But like all things, it got caught up in money. It got caught up in becoming trendy. It got caught up in Hollywood and it diluted whatever message that they had before. And also it got caught up in all of the violence that we saw in America last year. So it became such a major movement because of social media, and I, I've given myself a little bit of reading this summer because there's a lot of people that talk about Marxism and there's a lot of people that talk about communism and call Karl, Karl Marx and all of this other stuff. And so the homework that I've given myself and the assignment that I've given myself to this summer is to actually read this stuff. I, these people call themselves trained Marxists, right? That is what the co-founder Patrice Colors calls herself. I really want to learn more about Marxist ideology. And I had a really good weekend, actually. I was in Dallas for the Turning Point USA Young Women's Leadership Summit. And I got to listen to Candace Owens speak. And Candace made some very good points when she started talking about Marxism. And, you know, like I said, uh, I talk about a lot about Candace here. She's somebody that I admire. I admire leaders in the movement, um, and I aspire to be this myself, which is why I want to read this stuff. But I aspire leaders in the movement that actually want to educate themselves about the things that we speak of. And when Candace gave her speech, she talked about all of the stuff that BLM Inc. attacks, right? She talks about the attacks on the family. She talks Talks about um, the attacks on religion. She talks about the attacks on all of these things that BLM Inc. attacks because this is a tool of Marxism, because the things that bind us together um, as people and the things that connect us to something else are our families and a higher power. So these are things that these people behind BLM Inc. have an active interest in dismantling. You will remember that even on the Black Lives Matter website, and they took this down, but it was still there, you know, screenshots last forever. They said one of their goals is to literally tear down and disrupt the nuclear family structure. And why do you want to do that? Why do you want to tear down the nuclear family structure? Why do you basically want to replace, and I've said this before, BLM Inc., Black Lives Matter became a religion to people, to people that do not go to church, to people that probably do not even have a a real relationship with God. And in order to do that, in order to become that religion, it has to disrupt these things like organized religion. Um, It has to disrupt these things like the nuclear family structure. And that is what these people are trying to do. And I think that they were very, very, very good at doing this up to a certain extent. Because the status around BLM, Black Lives Matter, BLM Inc., whatever you want to call it, that status became so mythical that it seemed for a moment to define blackness itself. And I believe that that was one of the major goals behind a lot of the people that were behind this movement, behind a lot of the people and a lot of the foot soldiers that adopted BLM Inc. as their new religion. It's because they wanted it to define blackness itself. And if you use BLM Inc. to define blackness, that means that any criticism of BLM Inc. is a criticism of blackness and therefore racist. So that is why any criticism of this movement was deemed as irredeemably racist, which is why so many people were so afraid to criticize this movement at this point last year. Now that we're sort of in the aftershocks and and we can really look at what happened last summer to... To this country um, and really compartmentalize that and really start to think about exactly what happened. And so many people were afraid to criticize this stuff because they didn't want to be seen as racist. So many networks and news organizations did not want to cover these riots. And the violence and all of that stuff that happened within the riots, because they did not want to be seen as racist, they went to a certain point, and I've I've spoken of this before, and I think I had the the sound clip, um, the MSNBC anchor literally doing a live shot in front of a burning building saying that this is a peaceful protest, you cannot make these things up. So nobody can say these things, because if they did, then they were racist. Right? If you were white, but then if you were black, if you said it, then you were, like I said before, you were criticizing blackness and therefore criticizing yourself and therefore self hating and all of these different things that they call any African American that really does criticize these things. Right? And so that was the mythical power of BLM Inc. just a year ago. That mythical power, that. Idea behind it, that aura, that halo behind Black Lives Matter is totally over because this is what happened reality set in. And the reality set in about a lot of these people that have been martyred in this BLM movement. um, We talk about George Floyd a lot. I've done entire episodes about George Floyd in that stuff. I highly encourage you to listen to that. If you're new here, go back and listen to that stuff because this is, this is territory that I've covered before reality set in about George Floyd about Jacob Blake. There was this is the man that that was shot. I believe Jacob Blake was shot in Wisconsin that, spotted out all of these sort of riots in Wisconsin. Turns out that this man had the police called on him by his ex-girlfriend because he had literally sexually assaulted her. Um, He he had digitally penetrated this woman without her consent, which is why the police were called on him, which is why he was having um, a police interaction in the first place, right? And Dante Wright. What about Dante Wright? Now, if you remember, Dante Wright was a 20-year-old that died in Minnesota. He was a part of a lot of the protests that happened around Minnesota. This was somebody that was shot by an officer who did the wrong thing. Her name was Kim Potter and she shot him when she thought she was tasing him. This man died. Very unfortunate, right? But this sparked protests and all of this stuff. This man did not deserve to die. Now we're finding out that this man had quite the violent past. And when I talk about mainstream media, when I talk about the aura that is slowly shifting from BLM Inc., it is still there in in certain ways because the mainstream media is so afraid to cover Things like this, you have to get it from Fox. So, before he was died, Dante Wright was accused of shooting a teen and a former classmate on separate occasions in a pair of civil lawsuits against his estate. Now, that estate is probably going to get paid out millions of dollars, all right, from Minnesota because of what happened. And it's, you know, it has a lot to do with the protests, it has a lot to do with the national thing, it has a lot to do with BLMing. So, right? So, This person's estate is probably about to get paid out to the tune of millions. So now, in May 2019, what we're finding out, Dante Wright allegedly pulled out a gun and shot a 16-year-old, then 16-year-old Caleb Livingston in the head, all right? So, this kid is now known, is now basically in a vegetative state. And this is according to the attorney who is representing both of the plaintiffs against Wright's estate. These people know that Wright is going to be paid out. Seven months later, Wright was charged with aggravated robbery after a young woman accused him of holding her at gunpoint, choking her, and demanding she hand him hundreds of dollars. He wrapped his fingers around her throat and choked her while trying to pull the cash out from under her bra, she told police. She began to scream, he tried choking her again, and he eventually left empty-handed. The mainstream media can only hide this stuff for so long, and the reason that I tell you is that that aura is being lifted from BLM because people are starting to realize it. People are starting to know the truth. Even most Black people are not trusting it anymore, and they should not. And I'm going to tell you exactly why after the break. So now, like I've told you, even a lot of black people, even black liberals, even black people on the left, even the types of people that knew that when they were marching in BLM protests, they were marching so that they could elect Joe Biden Kamala Harris, because that is what this was all about, right? A lot of these people do not trust it anymore, and they should not, because they see the things Like I'm telling you about, they see the fact that Black Lives Matter received over $90 million in donations in 2020, like I've told you before. And now they have chapters that are complaining that they don't know where this money is coming from. The co founder, Patrice Cullors, like I've told you here before, has a real estate portfolio to the tune of $3.5 million. And now, surprise, surprise, she has stepped down as executive director of the Black Lives Matter, they call it the Black Lives Matter Global Network. Now she is not the executive director of this anymore. She has a three and a half million dollar real estate portfolio, in addition to all of the other money that she probably has, all the other investments, all this other stuff, hell she's probably got Bitcoin. (laughs) She's probably got Bitcoin, she's probably got, you know, she's got a lot of money based on all of this stuff, right? Her name was not even on the title of this house. This is coming from the New York Post. The home was bought by an entity called, and I am telling you the absolute truth, Abolitionist Entertainment LLC. So now she's going to step down from BLM Inc. because now there's questions about where the money is going to, you know, outside of to her pocket. And now she is going to use that money and take donations to basically use the entertainment industry and to create BLM propaganda that is going to be all over Netflix and Paramount Plus and Amazon Prime and whatever streaming networks you think of, that is where all of this stuff is going to go, right? And so people do not trust this anymore. This is Leo Terrell. Gotta love him. He gets a lot of airtime here because I love As a matter of fact, I need to have a conversation with Leo Terrell for this podcast. I need to make that happen. But this is what Leo Terrell had to say about all this stuff. Oh, and by the way, before I even go into this, I almost forgot that not only did she Resign because she's being asked questions about where the money is going. Not only does she have a three and a half million dollar real estate portfolio, not only does she have an entertainment company called Abolitionist Entertainment LLC. Now she has built a fence and a gate around this 1.4 million dollar home because you know apparently walls work and she wants some privacy. She wants the same privacy and security that she and so many other people on the left advocate against for this country. It would be hysterical if it wasn't so hypocritical. And so this is what Leo Terrell has to say about all this.
1: Well, she's not being only attacked by right-wing media or right-wing side. She's being attacked by me, black Americans, all Americans. Why? Why is she stepping down right now? Mark? I would submit to you, she can't show independent wealth to buy those homes that she bought totally $3.2 million dollars. Black Lives Matter collected 90 million dollars. There has been no paper trail to show that that money has gone into the minority community. It was this money was shakedown money that was basically collected from the aftermath of the summer riots, i.e. George Floyd, and company basically handed over money to them. I find the fact that there needs to be an investigation into the finances of Black Lives Matter, and I need this co-founder to show me how she independently collected money for buying those three homes. There's a lot of questions. It's not the right time for her to step down. It's the wrong
0: time. And so, Leo is absolutely right. Because these things are never addressed. And the interesting thing about it is is that as soon as somebody asks her to address any of these things, it becomes a right-wing attack. Because there's nobody that has the guts to ask these questions but conservatives. And there's nobody that's African-American in this country that's black that has the guts to say anything that is critical of Black Lives Matter but conservatives, And the sad thing about these questions, these are legitimate questions, okay? These are legitimate questions that any journalistic institution should really be asking of BLM Inc., that they should be asking of her. She should be called to the court for this no matter what, but, you know, she will not be. And they will not be because the left is never called to the court for anything, Ever, And I do not think that she will be. I think that she will step down. She'll have her entertainment company. She will make her millions and millions of dollars and go on her way. And so when I say that Black Lives Matter Inc. is over, I say this because this is not just a conservative attack. This is not a right wing talking point. The conversation that I'm having with with you guys problematics today is the conversation that black people have been having. And I'm not talking about black liberal commentators whose job it is to protect and defend Black Lives Matter and Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and Democrats and leftism and all of this other stuff. I'm talking about the actual black people in the street. They see this stuff. And a lot of people are starting to realize that they got played. I've shared with you guys before that I lost my best friend, my best friend in the world last summer because the BLM halo was so intense. And this, is, this was somebody who needed something to believe in. There, was a lot of pe- there are a lot of people in this world that need something to believe in because we have a lack of religion in this world. We have a lack of connection in this world. Um, people are not of service. We're not reading. We're not doing anything. We're just on social media all the time. And, and we're just doing empty things. And there are so many people that need something to connect to. And for a lot of these people, it was Black Lives Matter, Inc. It was BLM, Inc. And I lost that friendship because I was attacking something. And I knew exactly what this was when it first first started becoming really, really prominent. I was like, oh, the nonprofit hustle. Oh, the activist hustle. I get it. It's not right. In the words of the great Whitney Houston, it's not right, but it's okay. This is what it is. But this person literally ended a 15-year friendship over an organization that does not care about him, doesn't care about me, doesn't actually care about black people. It cares about keeping Democrats in power and being able to wield political influence and power over Democrats. That is all they care about. And so it is over. And I say it is over because even people like my ex-best friend, people that are not stupid are starting to get the memo. They realize that the co-founder has $3.5 million in real estate. They realize that she's building a wall around her house. They realize that this has just been a jumping off point to get into the entertainment industry to make more millions. They realize these things right now. They get it. And once the world has been pulled away from people's eyes, once that switch has been flipped, and once they know they have gotten played... Once they know that they have been played, then you get angry people. Then you get people that know that you don't care about Black Lives. You are a hustler and a grifter. You're going to go to Hollywood. You're going to make movies. You're going to make shows. You're going to make millions. You're going to do all of that stuff. And you're going to use all of this BLM blood money, basically, to do it. So Black Lives Matter Inc. is over, not because they're broke they will never be broke okay they will never it will never be broke and it is something that will be around as as long as i'm still on this earth that is something that will exist they will always still be standing right but it is over because that halo is over that idea that you cannot criticize that or any of its people is over. The idea that they are just some force for good in the world, and it's a scrappy little activist network, that idea is over. Black Lives Matter Inc. is over because Black Lives Matter Inc. is now just a part of the dim machine. It is another cog in the dim wheel that they will use to control African Americans that they will use to control how we think, that they will use to control how we see ourselves and each other in the world, and how we see America itself. It was fake. It was not real. It was all a lie. The only thing you have to do to know what was really real about Black Lives Matter Inc. is look at the size of the co-founder's bank account the size of her real estate portfolio, and the size of the house that she is now currently erecting a wall around. Up next, it just so happens that the greatest threats to America seem to change based on whatever speech Joe Biden is giving at the time. If you're as confused as I am, I'll clue you in after the break. wake up people problematics look around us look at exactly what is going on in America right now and you will realize that it is not good inflation is not just something boring economists talk about on you know the cable news networks on CNBC or something like that inflation is something that is very real that is probably affecting us all right now inflation is affecting me right now i have not seen i buy a lot of groceries because I I tend to be a healthy guy. I try to cook at home. I try to do all of these things. My grocery bill is crazy. I do not drive. I'm lucky enough to live in in a downtown area where I, I, you know, I ride my scooter around and I'm good. I do not drive, but I know that gas prices are roughly around $3 plus right now. I know that Ubers are more expensive right now. I know that the gig economy, all of that stuff is going on. But if you hear Joe Biden, the leader of the free world, tell it, you will hear him say that the greatest threat to your life, the greatest threat is not an economy that is not doing well, right? It is not people not wanting to work. It is not about companies, basically restaurants, having to basically bribe People to go back to work. No, no, no. Those aren't the things that are the problem. The things that are problems are are the biggest threat to America is either white supremacy or climate change. Depending on what speech he's given, um, listen to this first speech where he talks about white supremacy as a threat to America.
1: As I said in my address to the joint session of Congress, according to the intelligence community, terrorism from white supremacy is the most lethal threat to the homeland today, not ISIS not al-qaeda white supremacists that's not me
0: that's the intelligence community that is not him that is the intelligence community That is the intelligence community that has been infiltrated by critical race theory and wokeness. So that same intelligence community is telling Joe Biden that white supremacy is the biggest threat to you as an American. Right now, it is white supremacy and the threat of terrorism that is based from white supremacy. And that quote unquote terrorism that is based from white supremacy has exactly what body count um, over the past uh, couple of years? We just talked a lot about BLM Inc. Trust me, BLM Inc. has more of a body count over the past three years than any sort of terror threat from white supremacy. Chicago, I believe that there were upwards of 40 people that were shot and or killed in Chicago over the past weekend. So the greatest threat to those people in Chicago is not white supremacy. The greatest threat in my life, I'm a black man that lives in America. The greatest threat to my life is not white supremacy. It is ridiculous, but he wants to tell you that it is because this is what the left needs for people to think right now. These are the left wing talking points, like I said, because all they have is fear and all they are going to have is fear because they are currently running the economy into the ground. They are currently running America into the ground via a mix of hubris and just bad policy. Because they didn't have any ideas when they came into the White House. The only thing that they knew that they needed to do was to clean house. They needed to go back on everything that Donald Trump did. They needed to end every single thing that he did. And the disaster that is happening right now is what we are seeing. But he needs for... Americans in general, but especially black Americans, to think that they live under some major threat of white supremacy at this point. But wait a minute. No, no, because apparently the Joint Chiefs told him that some other thing was the greatest threat to America. Just listen to this. You know, when I went over in the tank in the Pentagon, when
1: I first was elected vice president with President Obama, the military sat us down let us know what the greatest threats facing america were the greatest physical threats this is not a joke you know what the joint chiefs told us the greatest threat facing america was global warming oh
0: god you hear that folks now the greatest threat facing america is global warming See, now it's not white supremacy, now it's global warming. Or maybe it's just both. I don't know, Joe Biden. Maybe it's just that Democrats and the left need for Americans. Black Americans, white Americans, Latino Americans, all Americans, maybe it is just because they need Americans constantly afraid of these boogeymen. They can't necessarily be quantified, right? We just know that global warming and white supremacy, how do you even quantify white supremacy? What does white supremacy look like? What does global warming look like? They have become these boogeymen in the eyes of the left. And when the left has boogeymen that don't really need to be quantified, don't really need to be proven or anything like that, when the left has these boogeymen that don't have to be quantified or proven, then they use their awful government-growing legislation to push for quote-unquote solutions. So they talk a lot about um, the voter ID law and how that's racist. They talk a lot about, um, you know, global warming and climate change and all that stuff. But you know, they have got another government-growing program that is going to cost us all trillions of dollars. That is going to fix these things. It is a hustle that just never stops because the left hustle never stops, and what the leftist hustle depends on. And what Democrats depend on, what the left depends on, what all of these people depend on is a boogeyman. And it's so funny that they say the same things about conservatives. They say that Republicans, they just talk about, you know, those evil brown people at the border, blah, blah, blah. And we can tell you that, number one, the people at the border are not evil. They are flooding through our border in droves, and they are bringing down the quality of life for Americans. You want to talk about that? At least talk to the Americans that live in these border towns. They will tell you. But it's not that these people are some nameless, faceless threat to America. They actively, illegal immigration actively brings down America in a lot of different ways. So that is not some boogeyman. But they can't talk to white supremacy in a quantifiable way. They can't talk to um, global warming in a quantifiable way. And that is by design. In Joe Biden talking that this is what the Joint Chiefs told him, this is what the military tells him, it is supposed to lend an air of credibility to something that should not be credible. It is supposed to lend an air of credibility to what is absolute nonsense. And it is shocking to me. They're getting away with this because they're getting fawning coverage from the mainstream media because people are so, and this is, and and I'm telling you when it comes to the media, I think that we're about to see something break. And we saw a little bit of this break in some of the coverage that Kamala got from her bad week. Right. We're seeing a little of this stuff break because they're starting to become too many things that are going on in the world that are going on poorly right now. That is based on the lack of leadership that we have in the amateurs that we have running around the White House right now. The effects of this stuff are becoming too obvious and they're becoming too big to ignore. So, people are starting to pay attention to this stuff. So, whenever you hear Joe Biden or Kamala Harris or any of these sycophantic idiots that they've got running around the White House, the next time you hear them talk about white supremacy, the next time you hear them talking about global warming, the next time you hear them talking about any of these things, know that they're not talking about anything real. They are trying to Divert your attention from the real things that are probably negatively impacting your life right now in the same way that they are negatively impacting mine. And these things like higher gas prices, like inflation, like a worker shortage, like rising taxes, all of these other things are much more quantifiable and are affecting your life much more than white supremacy, than global warming. But they do not want you to think about these things, which is why they will dangle these boogeyman carrots in your face over the next four years. So my advice to you is that when Joe Biden or Kamala Harris or anybody else starts talking about white supremacy, know exactly what it is. It's a diversion. When they start talking about global warming, know exactly what it is. It is a diversion. And not only a diversion, a tactic for them to Pass bad legislation that is going to give them even more power. So, my advice to you is don't be swayed by it. Stop listening to it and stop being fooled by these people who want you to pay attention to every single thing other than the disastrous results of their bad policies, which are affecting all of our lives right at this moment. It's affecting mine and I know it's affecting yours too so don't fall for their game.